The views and opinions that are expressed on the Dope Sessions podcast are that of the hosts and do not reflect any views of any other attached entities. Now that we got that out of the way, let's go. Introducing your hosts. The guys on the mics with the voices that you like. Give it up for Kelvy and Tree. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Thank y'all again for tuning in to another episode of the Dope Sessions Podcast with Kelvin and Tree. Tree, what's going on, my dude? Well, besides me finally getting out of podcast jail, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, God damn, what I do? <laughs> oh man, nothing, man, nothing, man. Just uh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm it, it do feel like it really do feel like it's been a while, man. And um, but man, I'm glad I'm glad you're back with us, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, I had to take a bus and a couple of trains, you know, but you know, they, they don't like give you transportation when you get out of podcast jail. It's like nigga walk, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know where it is, walk, right? <laughs> man, well, so yeah, man, you 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 was on you was uh. Visiting your moms and stuff, and mm-hmm. um, all of that, man. So, you know, glad you're back in the city, man. Um, man, I just want to thank everybody for for not only you know listening to the podcast, but actually, you know, just uh, listening to the last episode with uh, Marcel P. Black. Uh, if you haven't heard that one, go check that uh, episode out. Really shout dope. out to all our listeners that posted my bail. I really appreciate that. <laughs> man, yo, okay. So I got I got something I want to talk to you about, man. Couple, all right. Couple of things, man. A couple of little fun things. This show gonna be fun, man. We're gonna we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk our shit like we usually do. So the reason why I want to talk about this part, right, was because um I had just seen this, right? And I was watching this video clip of uh um Mark Lamont Hill mm-hmm. and um he was having this discussion with two other people Wait, on hold his on. We, uh for those of us who that who don't know including me who's this guy Mark Lamont Hill is an author he's a commentator uh he used to be on CNN um uh he's been on some other stuff too uh he he has a, uh his own show on the this channel called uh, the Grio, um, black black news uh, stuff. Um, Mark Lamar Hill is, you know, he's he he's popping for that mess with him and, and like the things that he says or may you know may want to debate some of the stuff that he says. But um, on on this clip, right, he did a um, he did this like. You know how everybody does that, like one has to go type of thing. Okay. So hit on this on this segment, it says which movie has to go, and the choices are Friday, House Party, Coming to America, or Life. Ooh. Okay. And to me, I don't know how you feel. To me, it's an easy pick. Uh-oh. It's a, it's an easy pick for me. Out of that list, and I'm only going with from that list. Run the list one more time. The list is Friday, House Party, Coming to America, 
and life. All right. So this is a one has to go. And when I saw that list, like I heard Mark Lamont and the two other people that was on the segment with him, and they had some okay arguments or whatever. But like when I saw the, I just saw that list and I said, you know, this is actually a pretty easy list. The one that has to go is life. I agree with you. I'm so with that. And I here's the thing. Life is a good movie. Really good movie. Really, really, really good movie. But compared to the list on that, it's the weakest link. Ah. That's why I said life has to go. I, to me, it's the weakest link. Uh, I agree with that, too. Because mm. I, I, people like life, like I said. I know a lot of people that, that mess with life. Coming to America is just iconic. House yeah, party, it really is. House party is iconic. Friday is iconic. Life is not iconic as a movie. It's only iconic because it's Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence in the same movie. Yeah. There it is. Moving on. No. <laughs> no. And then here's the thing. The only time we may ever quote anything from life, it has nothing to do with Eddie Murphy or Martin Lawrence. It's uh, people say I'm the pappy from Bernie Mac. That's the only time we'll ever like quote anything from life. But but like I said, it was it was just an easy pick. And I saw I, I did see some of the comments that was made on that video. And a lot of people was just like, like I saw this one girl and she was just like, oh, I watch I watch life constantly. House party got to go. I was like, you tripping. You tripping. I'm like, dog, no way in the hill. Would they don't anybody really think that? People warriors, do they? Because uh, she, she needs one. Bruh, I sat there. I, I almost responded to her. I almost, I almost said, ma'am, with all due respect or disrespect, you're out your fucking mind. I really want to say that. I, really I, I need to, to write that, that down with all due disrespect. I, I need that in my due, arsenal. I, I would say with all due respect or disrespect, no matter how you take it. No, no. See, I'm going with the disrespect. I got some people <laughs> that I run into at work that need that in their right. lives. So I, I, I will be using that. Thank you, sir. <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing. I'm not saying that she she probably does think that house party should not should go that's a stupid choice but i think <laughs> you know i'm i'm pretty sure she to me it didn't come off as oh i'm just gonna be the odd person or whatever like that you know what i'm saying i didn't i didn't view that so you but believe it, her opinion was genuine i believe her opinion was genuine but to me i was like yeah you're out your fucking mind <laughs> Like seriously, like I and I'm sitting, you know, it's just and like I remember part of the clip that I watched. One of the it was it was it was Mark Lamont Hill, was another guy, and and it was a black dude and a black woman, and one one of the the guy he was just like, well, because Mark Lamont was talking about life, and he said, yeah, life is good and it has a great ensemble cast, but other than that, you know. And, and, you know, and the one dude, the other dude, he was like, man, 
He said, don't nobody, he said, nobody really watches House Party anymore. If anything, it was like House Party 2 comes on more than, than the first House Party, but House Party is iconic. That That's the point, I think, that, that Mark Lamont Hill is saying. Like, all of these movies to, to black people are very iconic. Absolutely. But on this particular list, the weakest link is life. Yep. I, I'm going to once again agree with you. And, you know, let our listeners, they should let us know. Uh, send us an email. Right. Know what it is. Right. Now, again, which movie has to go? And the options is Friday, House Party, Coming to America, or Life. Which one of these movies got to go? Y'all let us know. Do y'all do y'all agree with us? Do you think everything we said was dope? You think we we was right on the money? Or do you think all oh, these motherfuckers tripping? And I'm pretty sure it's gonna, you know. Oh, this wouldn't be the first time that I've gotten into like some sparring stuff on the internet with some people. So I got to tell you this one too. There is a, um, there's a rapper. Love this dude. I love his songs. Love, I haven't really like listened to a full album, but I love this. Always like heard from this dude. Name is Open Mike Eagle. And he had this video talking about, he said the, the song that he, one of the songs that he hates the most. This was on his video. He talked about how he never liked Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince's Summertime. Okay, so before you continue on with that, why does his name sound like a kung fu fighting style? <laughs> I will teach you open mic eagle style. <laughs> right. You know, I never even looked at it like that, but it, it really does. So this is what he said. I'm just going to give you the abridged version because I I'm not, I can't remember for word for word everything he said. Basically, he said that he felt that it was a disconnect between Will Smith and the stuff that he was saying in the song. He felt it was a disconnect. He also mentioned that there was a rumor and this rumor had been going on for a while that Rakim wrote Summertime for Will Smith. Okay, well, let, what do we think about the first part? Where is a disconnect? Is he trying to say that it's a disconnect between Will personally and what the song is? Yes. Okay, so I probably want to thank him for stating the obvious, but not too many people. You know, I, not not too many rappers have songs that they can actually resonate with themselves. Right. I'm or, pretty sure there's a, a ton of rappers that, you know, have stuff that they just, you know, delivered, got the check and walked out the door. Or or this. Check this out. This is my thinking on it. Or I can either go with what you said or how about this niggas from Philly? Just like we from niggas from Chicago. Okay. We know what the summertime shit be going on. We we know how the girls be dressing in the summer. We know niggas be outside washing their cars. We know, like, 
you know, like people be driving slow with the cars and stuff like bumping music and all that. Like, how about we know all of this shit goes on? Am, am I supposed to be like, well, oh, Will don't know about the family reunions and the barbecues and the girls, you know, coming out looking real fine from the and with their hairs done from the beauty salon and getting niggas getting cuts from the. Am I am I supposed to believe he that's a disconnect for some reason? Right. Uh, no. I'm not no. feeling that because uh before he got all the fame and all that other stuff, he was still a regular dude. So it's like, <laughs> what are we doing here? It wasn't like he was it wasn't like Will grew up like his kids. Right. So no. <laughs> that, that's points, like that's like both points like, are pretty much saying the same thing. So it's like, no, nah, bro, we're not going with you. That's like me and you doing a song about Chicago summers. All right. And we talk about all the summers, all the shit that goes on in the summertime, especially when we was growing up, right? All right. And in Chicago, so all of that shit goes on, the taste of Chicago, the concerts, you know, gospel fest, jazz fest. Um, you know, playing crate ball in the alley. Right, playing crate ball in the alley, water gun fights, water balloon fights, fine women, you know. Like, oh my God, I didn't know she had that kind of body. Like, uh, you know, your 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 haircut is fresh. You're wearing rocking gear. You're going to your family reunions. Some some family reunions might be in the city, and y'all out the and y'all in a park somewhere. Somebody's grilling. You're chilling. You playing cards. You're doing dominoes. Hey, and guess what? Like I said, we're in Chicago. Sometimes there's shootings going on. Yeah. Is I mean, but well, wait, is, is, is that, that what he's trying to say? That, is that he mentioned everything but the shooting? Is that what he's trying to say? No, it, it he ba- all he said was he just felt that it was a it felt like a disconnect between the artist and what he was saying in the song. It sounded like a hater statement to me. It really did to me. Okay, so the other thing he brought up, right? <clears throat> like I said, the rumor about rock him writing the lyrics right this rumor has been proven wrong okay many a times right because will wrote summertime will talks about how i think he was in of all places chicago he was born a plane in chicago and he wrote summertime on the plane okay Number two, the reason why people feel like um, the reason why people feel like Rakim wrote "Summertime" is because when you hear Will rap, it sounds like he's rapping like Rakim. And if you know Rakim in the way he raps, thinking of a master plan. Ain't nothing but sweat inside my hand. Like, think about that, right? Mm-hmm. Here it is, a groove slightly transformed, just a little break from the norm. That sounds like Rock Him, right? Right. Okay. Here's the truth about that. Number one, Will talked about something. I think something was going on with his voice. Mm-hmm. So he recorded the song, came out and listened to it, and said, Oh man, I sound like I sound like Rock Hill. That's right. basically what happened. So then 
point number three about how you can debunk the fact that Will wrote did, or, or Rakim didn't write the uh, Summertime. There's an interview when Rakim was on The Breakfast Club and they talk about the song Summertime. Rakim states that he never wrote the song and he did say he was mad because it sounded like Will was jacking his flow. Okay. And I get I get well, that see, part. That would have ended the argument right there. Right. But people still somewhat believe that Will didn't write Summertime. Uh, they'll be all right. They, Rub some dirt on it, man up. Right. <laughs> so the third and final thing that Open Mike's Eagle said about this, right? Mm-hmm. This is where I was just, I had already was just like, okay, it's like, you don't like the song and that's fine. But some of these points that you're making, I don't know. If, I don't know about these points. So this basically, go ahead and say he hate Will because he but, made it out of Philly and, you know, you still stuck there. But I, I saw some of his responses, right? He did say that he liked a lot of Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff jams. He, that song, just he just didn't like that particular song. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so he said, and I quote, all made me feel as if if Summer had a, if Summer went to, either went to or had a PR firm and said, I need y'all to do, I need y'all to write the perfect commercial or PR for Summer. This is, this is what you're going to get. And then Here's I said, the part about that, if anything, if Summer <laughs> don't need a PR firm, Winter does. Right. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's a fucking anthem. Yeah. <laughs> like to me, I was just like, man, that's I told I told Dean, I said, yo, that's like me saying, you know, the Naughty by Nature song Hip Hop Array, I hate that song. You know why? Because why we hit hip hop in array for hip hop? Like hip hop needs to be celebrated. Like if hip does hip hop need a theme song? You know. <laughs> yeah, it 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 was just it was it was the it was one if not the worst one of the worst takes I've ever heard about something. So. I actually, I actually, you know, responded to his video. And this is what I said. I said, this might be the worst take ever. Number one, Will Smith wrote the song. Rakim said on The Breakfast Club that not only did he not write the song, but he was pissed that Will jacked his flow. Summertime is not just a classic song. It's one of the greatest Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince songs ever made. And so surprisingly, I have 162 people that liked my comment. That's not bad. 162 people. 
Now, Open Mike Eagle responded to me. Of course, he did. All he said was, "All he said was L O L." That's all he said was L O L. Thorough hater response. Yeah, that kind of did. Anybody that wanted to engage in a real conversation would have actually engaged in a real conversation. Right, and and it was so it was. It, it's like, you know, it wasn't like big letters, LOL, like laughing at this. It was like lowercase LOL. When no laughing emoji, it was just LOL. You know what that means. That's like that's like when women, when women tell you, like, oh, take your little five dollars. Right. And that your money didn't mean shit. Or in this case, your statement didn't mean shit to them. Right. But for the, but for the most part, there was people that was tagging me and that Yo, like, yo, Kelvy, man, like, man, this, what you said was facts. Like, we want to see more of this. Like, there's a couple of people that actually followed me after they oh, they saw my responses. Um, now th- there was this, there was like one, maybe two guys that was just like, you know, oh man, Will didn't write the song. It was one dude. He said, this is what he said to me. He's like, Will didn't write the song, big laughing emoji. Um, um, any any true hip hop head know those are Rakim's words. And I said, again, Will talks about writing the song. It was it was already, you know, two other people can vouch for the fact that Will wrote that song. Um, I referred to the Rakim interview on the Breakfast Club. I said again, Rakim was pissed. He felt like Will stole his flow. And I said, unless you can show me that Rakim actually wrote it, Will wrote that song. Not only that, it's like, okay, so at this point, this thing has become an avalanche. At this point, right. Will got the money, the record company got the money, Rakim didn't get no money. And it's been what? Almost what 40 years or so? I'm right. guessing. I mean, why are we even talking about this at this point? <laughs> you know, uh, you all, know. all them cats can have several seats. Mm-hmm. How you how you disrespect one of the greatest summertime songs ever created? Well, see, let, let's go back to uh Kung Fu Master. He uh <laughs> He was basically just hating on that one song. Mm-hmm. He'd be all right too. Now, if he was like, "Man, it's one Will Smith song I re- I hate," it's you saw my blank a bit. Cool, I agree. You know man. what? What's one of my favorites? Mm. <laughs> it, it's cool. I'm not mad at it. Right, I'm not. Every mad at, it's I'm one not of those songs where every now and then it'll pop in my head and be like, "All right, I just want to hear this one good time." <laughs> Right, I'm, I'm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's an okay song, and, and it is the first time. Like I think we kind of like on just on a rap record, you heard Will Smith curse saying "bitch." You're like, you saw my blinker, bitch. You yeah. know, oh shit! I think about it. Right. <laughs> like, oh shit, Will curse. You know, you know what Will Smith. Like, I'm still waiting on Chubb Rock to drop one. <laughs> F bomb something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was. I was just like, "Yo, this is like some of the craziest shit I've ever heard, man." But oh, check this out too. This is also um, 
because me and you, we we watch movies. We kind of movie heads. Um, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger has a docu series um, on uh, Netflix. I think I saw that flash across my phone. I was like, "Come on, man, go sit down." But <laughs> I might check it out. Right? Yeah, I ha- I haven't watched it either, but it is one of those things. I'm just like, yeah, I do want to see this. I really do want to see this. But the reason why I bring it up is because people don't realize that uh, that Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of had a rivalry in in the eighties. I believe it. Cause you know it was, and Sylvester Stallone talked about how, you know, especially around that time, it was like most action scenes was just about like car chases and stuff. Nobody wasn't shooting guns and going, you know. So basically, you know, Rambo is basically like the archi- the archi- uh the the archetype of the whole like the one man army, man on a mission type action movies that was. That people were starting to do in the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. Now, during like even after the rivalry, and Sylvester Stallone is talking about this in the documentary, he says that he feels that Arnold was better. Arnold may have had like the better set of movies, right? And so I was talking about it with Dine, and at first, I was going to go with Sylvester Stallone because I looked at it like this. I said, "Well, Sylvester Stallone has three like major, like huge money making franchises. He had he has the Rambo series. He has Rocky, and you can add Creed in that. Even though some people will be like, well, Creed is.'" Some you know it's it's a totally different story, blah blah blah. But it's still part. It's still in that Rocky, you know. Yeah, lineage. Creed is a part of the Rocky family, so yeah. Right. Yeah. So he has the Rocky and Creed stuff. He has Rambo, and he also has the Expendables, right? And there's, okay, yeah. You know, there's a there's an Expendables four about to come out. This oh, year. really? Yeah. So these guys gonna be in like like three wheel scooters or something? I mean. <laughs> You know, at this point, I'm just like, all right, y'all. Like, not, but here's the thing: am am I going to see the movie? Absolutely. I haven't seen the first three. Like, why why would I just all of a sudden skip the fuck out on this one? Right? I might as well just go see it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I'm definitely going because again, that's that's this part of the childhood. So, like I said, I was going to go with I, me and D Nick had that conversation. I was going to go with. Sylvester Stallone, but when me and D Nick had that conversation, I had to switch my I had to switch my answer around because yes, Sylvester Stallone has three major franchises, and you know, for, you know, Arnold has the um, the Terminator series, right? Yeah. But but if you look at Arnold's list of movies with Sylvester's mix of movies, Arnold has a lot of great standalone movies. Okay. And not just in the action shit too, right? Because we can, you know, like we can we can go from like the Terminator series to like Red Heat, 
raw deal, um, uh, commando, all this other. But but Arnold also has comedy stuff too. Yeah. And I just I I remember Dina saying this. I was and I'm looking at Arnold's list, and I'm just like, man. He's right. <laughs> Look, I think if they did a versus with their body at work, yeah, Arnold, Arnold got them. Right. So, so you're, so you're on the Arnold train too. Uh, as much as I don't want to be, yeah. Whoa, 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 why, why, why you didn't want to be on the Arnold train? I just like Stallone. It's a, I just like Stallone. <laughs> I, I, I will say, hands down, Stallone's the better actor. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that stuff Stallone has written and stuff too. So, <coughs> so yes. So in the acting wise, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. You know what I would like to see? Uh, by me being a wrestling fan, all three of them in their prime in a steel cage match. Mm-hmm. Stallone, you hear me? I said all three: Stallone, Schwarzenegger, and Van Damme. Yo, in a steel cage Yo. match. No, no. Check this out. Here's why I find that funny that you say that. Because when I told D-Nick this, right, mm-hmm. his words were, oh, they just forgot about Van Damme in that mix. <laughs> he said, this, and it's funny that you mentioned Van Damme. He said, he said, oh, so they just forgot about Van Damme. And I was like, yo, Van Damme needs to be in that too. I just Van felt Dan like the reason after them, though, so right. I just part felt of their like rivalry. I just felt like because those two guys, Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, probably have better movies than Van Damme does. Van Damme is kind of out of the; he's out of the conversation. Yeah, I mean, like like I said, if this was a versus, yeah. I, I, Van Damme is off on the side somewhere, like you know, selling popcorn. But I still want to see them in, in the triple threat match in the steel cage. Mm-hmm. I still want to see that because I'm like, okay, and that's the thing, too. It's like, man, like, what which movies would you match up with each other first round? What movie, Aunt Rambo, would it be first blood versus? Terminator versus Bloodsport? Possibly. I mean, you Ooh. you would try to put the good ones out there first, and then after that, you know, just let it ride. Right. But, uh... Ooh, that's that, 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 we could probably go on all night about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Tyler, the creator, though. Yeah, 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 man. So, so you know, Tyler was on this uh, podcast called Rap Radar. Mm -hmm. And in one of the segments, he talked about the whole, like, that whole top 10, top five rapper list or album list and all this other stuff. And he talked about how it was very performative uh, of how, like, people, you know, come up with these, you know, the things that they say, like, I... And and I, I'm glad we brought that up because it's like I just saw and I didn't even look at the uh um I didn't really look at the the whole story as far as like I saw the clip, but like right around when I before that clip came out, I remember I saw this, it was like 
somebody created a list of like the five um albums that like of but it's um but it's like overrated or some shit like that. Like five albums that five hip hop albums that that's like over and I know one of them was like All Eyes on Me. The other one was 50 Cent's Get Rich or Die Trying. It was a Kendrick Lamar album in there. I can't remember what it was. I think Biggie's Ready to Die was in there. It it was just a weird, and I'm just like, it it goes back to what, you know, the whole, what's the metric, first of all? What's the metric for these lists? And, and, And if you read half of the stuff when they come up with these lists, none of them have metrics at all. They just, and so to to Tyler's point, it's very performative. You know what? I was looking at some of these lists and I sit there and I was like, even if you have a metric, when it comes to that, you can never really answer that because new rappers are springing up all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you can pretty much say, I mean, like Tyler said, you know, tell me who your favorite is and you know, don't nobody really care about these rankings. You know, right? Mm-hmm. And I no, agree I, with I, that. I, it's like, yo, look, I, you know, my my favorite rapper practically will not be your favorite rapper, or right. your top five or top one hundred. I mean, we, when we went through the top one hundred list that was put out by what Vibe Magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of those we were, we agreed with, but a lot of those we didn't. Right. I mean, and then on the flip side, it's like, who's Vibe Magazine anyway? But a bunch of people <laughs> that get paid to throw their opinion on print. Right. So, and but see, here's here's the thing about the vibe list too. The I will say what to me gave them a little bit of credit was that they actually had. They had a metric. Okay, now, we, so basically we, we, they we, and they tried. Right. And I and I think I think if because like I, I know uh I you know our, our brother D Nick, he talked about like I think it was Kumo D had a book and he was ranking rappers. And he was like he kind of disagreed on some of the rankings, but he was like but because Kumo D had a metric to it, it was like, okay, I may not like it, but I respect it. And I think the respect part comes in if, if you're actually, this is the metric I'm basing my opinion on type of thing, instead of just like having some like whack at and because you feel like, you know, what you say is law and shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And that's what a lot of them try to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you brought up the law because uh, w- what's up with your boy Donald Trump? Uh, hey, you know, man, look, I know a lot of people are celebrating. A lot of people just like, you know, yes, get this motherfucker out of here. And I'm kind of I'm kind of in between get this nigga out of here and I don't give a fuck. Like, okay. <laughs> You know, it's like, yo, 
this is why I say I don't give a fuck, right? Because wait, wait, before we get there, we, okay, we, I need to go ahead and you know lay the groundwork for what we're talking about here. Right. So, your boy Agent Orange, I mean my mm-hmm. my fault, former President Donald Trump has Agent been Orange. You got that correct. Okay, <laughs> he's been charged <laughs> with thirty-seven counts in relation to the mishandling of records at his home, Mar-a-Lago as well as his efforts to block the government from recovering those documents. So basically, this dude got a bunch of classified stuff at his crib. And not only does he have it, and it's totally illegal for him to have it, but he was trying to keep the government from taking it back. Mm -hmm. Hashtag ninja what? (laughs) A motherfucker. (laughs) Yep. So now they they about to, you know, nail him to the cross, so to speak, with these 37 counts. I mean, they basically called him a traitor. I mean, you know, if I'm putting it in layman's terms, they basically calling him a traitor. Yeah. They can throw you under jail for this stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's done so much to the point of, like, like nobody he was he he was doing this shit for so long and the fact that he was saying whatever he wanted to say because he knew he he felt like he was gonna get away with the shit oh that's that entitlement oh we like that mm-hmm. that, that, mean, that mean you really should go go under the jail right dog this nigga had this nigga had classified docs on a fucking ballroom stage at Mar-a-Lago. Like, dude, are you fucking insane? Like, <laughs> Do we really need to answer that? No, we don't. <laughs> but Because <laughs> we know the answer. It's just like, yo. And then and then you have motherfuckers taking pictures too? Like, dude. Wait, yeah. so let's see. He's got uh, 31 counts on the Espionage Act alone. That's going to carry, each one of those could carry 10 years in prison. Well, you know, the other six charges could carry up to 20. Mm-hmm. I mean, he already old. I mean, then first up, even if they did get him on all the charges as a clean sweep, he's not going to spend all that time. Well, he can't spend all that time in jail because he old as dirt. Right. But we're so talking they- about 310 years just for the 31 counts plus mm-hmm. an extra, what, 120? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, just, and, just go ahead and throw thirty years on him. He'll be dead before that, right? But but do do we think he's going to jail though? Oh oh, come on now. Yeah. The the but, government is coming to get you now. It's not like the New York uh, State's Attorney that was trying to get him on a tax evasion. The government is coming to get you now. Yeah, we think they're gonna get him. We hmm. truly think they're gonna get him. My fault. I, I I forgot about the the uh the the complexion with the persuasion. So let me dial that mm-hmm. down a little bit. We hope they get them, cause wrong is wrong. Mm-hmm. But that definitely wrong you know, is wrong. Wrong is wrong, and we hope they get them. But we kind of iffy on the fact of whether or not they actually gonna get them. Cause I'm, I'm gonna say it like this: If that was Barack Obama, they'd have got them a long time ago. Right. <laughs> Enough said. I just, I just feel Fight like me if you want. 
I just feel like, um, like it goes without saying. It's like Donald. If Donald J. Trump was Donald Johnson or some shit like that, the trial would be today. They would put that nigga in jail so fast. But you know, you, you mean I think Donald Jenkins? Think- Let's keep that right. <laughs> we got to get him a you know real name. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. No. He 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 would be under under the jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I said, if it was Barack, they wouldn't have been playing with him. It wouldn't have taken this long to get him. Right. And part of that is because, you know, you got you got some of his party members still shook. Man, quit playing. Mm-hmm. First of all, why are you still scared of this dude? Right. Word on the street <laughs> is he broke. Mm-hmm. And whatever juice you claim he got is because you giving it to him. Mm-hmm. See, I I feel like I feel like Donald Trump is uh Donald Donald Trump to some people is a guy and then to other and Tupac's intro into uh into uh hit him up. Look, if you ask me, that's, I think that's why I fucked your that's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Like you know what I'm saying? People right. are scared. You know, it's like holy shit. You know, you claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. That's how. That's how most people. It's just like, look, I look at him as a straight up con man. Because to me, you can't get like, how did this guy get away with half the shit he was saying, which was basically breadcrumbs leading you into the shit that he was doing, and nobody ever once said, "Okay, let's look into this shit." You know what? I, I guess because he he had some sort of veil of protection while he was the president. And see, the minute he lost, and mind you, he tried to rig the election. So all of that, I mean, look, it's, all of the stuff he did, he should have been <coughs> handled. Mm-hmm. They should have dealt with this cat a long time ago. The minute he got out of office. Yeah. But like I say, he got friends in high places. It, that and then that's the only that's gonna only hold you on for so long though because now 37 right. counts and 31 of those are, are basically treasonous so yeah mm-hmm. he's done and, right. and I swear to you if 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 something happens and he gets off man you won't be mm-hmm. able to stop this dude right yeah man it's just, it's uh it is. With I, I, I say this too. I think America proved once and for all what I have been saying for the past couple years. We play a train wreck, and on top of that, not only do we enjoy a train. We put the ultimate train wreck as the president. Here's the problem, though. The train wreck is cool when it's happening, but nobody likes to clean up. So, <laughs> But because y'all like the train wreck, you ain't got no choice but to clean it up. Yeah. You let it happen. Yeah. Well, not you personally, but you, the ones that voted for him, the ones who are, you know, whatever. It's like, yo, 
So so my my whole thing is so the fuck what? You gotta clean it up. Yeah. So the fuck to clean it. You let it happen. Hey, now kind of like Stephen A when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> let me proviate for you know. <laughs> right. But no, but no, it's like, yo, I don't, you know, I'm 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 one, you know me, dog. You know, I'm I'm a very caring person. But once the train happened and everything is out there, it's just kind of like, dog, you, 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 you know, make the bed up. You messed the bed up. Make it up. Yeah. Clean, clean this shit up. That's all. And, you know, I'm chasing a washer too. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, dog. It's like, man, clean it, clean that shit up, man. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't care. You caused it. And then on top of that, you let people who had the same, you know, that that followed every word that this motherfucker said, you let them get into Congress. Oh, yeah. And it took him almost a year to get some of them cats. Mm -hmm. It's like, really? Why has it got to take so long? Right. (laughs) But... We could talk about that all night too. What what's this other thing you were talking about? What what's up with your boy? Oh, what's, what's... yes, let's let's do it, man. Here at the Dose Sessions Podcast, we're introducing a brand new segment. And it may not happen every show, but <coughs> but this segment is dedicated to you got one of those friends that like do something weird or some crazy shit and you just tap you just tap your other hey man what's up with your boy what's up with your boy man and tree (laughs) tree i gotta ask scotty pippen oh tree tree what's up with your boy oh man uh a whole bunch of stuff let's start with that hair tree what's up with your boy what's up with your boy man look we 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 got enough time for this. <laughs> Yo, man. So, look, as I understand do, it, every, everybody do shit with their hair. I get that, but like, man, what's up with your boy, dog? What's up with your boy? Why so your this boy what happened. Like he, he he slipped on the floor and fingers got stuck in the light socket. <laughs> no, so first up, I don't know why he looking like he homeless. He's clearly not. But right, let let's get to I, I guess why we really here. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is he not making enough? Is he not making enough money? I mean, we talking about you know seventy fifth anniversary team, mm-hmm. you know multiple time All Star, six time NBA champion. Mm-hmm. It's like, what else do you need? Right. Bruh. I mean, are you mad because your ex wife is dating Mike's daughter? I mean, Mike's son. I mean, is you upset about that? Or, I mean, because you taking shots at him based on things that happened, but twenty years ago, back in yeah. like the last dance and, era, you upset right. about this now? And uh-huh. you okay? Here's the thing: I can see why. Maybe, maybe I can see why Scotty is pissed on the way he may have been treated. 
in that documentary. But dog, some of the shit they talked that that shit they talked about in the documentary, like you waiting to get the operation on your foot, the fucking like the shit with Tony Kukoc, where you like you did it, you you did that shit. Yeah, I, I feel you on that. And then let, let's take it a step further. Okay, so I'm gonna go back to what I was saying. Mm-hmm. All that stuff that happened, there were no lies there. And right. you wait till, till the documentary come out or after the documentary come out to start crying about it. You should have did your crying, you know, back then. Oh, my fault. You got six rings. So it didn't matter then. Here's what I'll say on that. I'll give Scotty a little bit of like, I'll give, I'll give you a little, 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 little bit, Scotty. This is where I'm kind of like, all right, Scotty, I, I get you in this, in this point. Like, we cannot be stupid to not think that even though this was about the Bulls' final season together, a.k.a. the last dance, right? All right. We cannot assume that we didn't go into this thinking that this was going to be a Michael Jordan fluff piece. It's Michael fucking Jordan, right? Like, yeah. it's like, man, it's Scotty. I get it, dog. Like, I feel like even though you won the six rings, you you did your shit, bro. And it seemed like <clears throat> nobody ever like fucking mentions you, dog. Like, I get it, dude. Like, I get it. It's like they'll they'll just everybody'll just meant just they'll just mention Michael Jordan. And and I'll and I'll say this, you know, I agree with you. I agree with you with this statement, Scotty. What statement was that? Michael Jordan win those titles by himself. And you he know won, what? Here's the wild he, part. He's never said right. that he did. Mm-hmm. That's where I was getting to. Yes. When when you and Horace and all that, like when y'all became a complete team and y'all got past the Pistons, yes, y'all, th- them championships wasn't just Michael Jordan. And, but also, Scotty, like you just said, Tree, anytime Michael Jordan has ever made a speech or talked on a, a, about certain stuff, you can't mention Michael Jordan without Scottie Pippen. He has said that, but I get it. Even though most motherfuckers will hear that, they'll still say, oh, whatever, nigga. That Mike, Mike took them motherfuckers. If it wasn't for Mike, look, we saw Mike when he was by himself. Look. So, and, and I get it. You're, you're denied, right? Here you it see? is on the here we go on the flip side. Mike was gone for two years. You had a chance to get it done, and you didn't. Well, Can't well, blame Mike but, for that. But was that his fault, though? Was what, that his fault? It? Let's go back to we can't blame Mike for that. That was all you. Right. <laughs> you didn't get it done. We we could talk about the, the bad referee and all that other stuff, but the point is he didn't get it done. Okay. So, But I will say 
if something that like that happens, that affects. So I agree with you. Yes, yeah, Scotty, you Mike was gone for two years. You could have got it done. And I, then I, the, the half the season I, that he I, came I back, that. y'all still didn't get it done together. Right. So I but when they did, they won three more. Yep. So we still trying to figure out what he mad about because honestly, I can see if this was Craig Hodges writing his book and going on, and I can see that. <laughs> I can see if it was Craig I, I Hodges. Can, I, can, I can see a number of things. There wasn't enough focus on them as a team. If you watch that documentary, which I have a bunch of times, after it previewed and all that, especially when it came to Netflix, me and Kareem watched that documentary a bunch of times. Dog, it's it's a Michael Jordan fluff piece. Yeah, they give Scotty like maybe twenty, maybe maybe twenty five. Steve Kerr got about like ten minutes. Okay, but that whole thing is a Michael Jordan fluff piece for a movie called The Last Dance. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like a movie called The Last Dance, which is about the Bulls' final season together after they threepeat again. The Last Dance. This is it. Because after this, Jerry Krause is like, man, Phil Jackson ain't coming back. And if Mike and Scotty talking about they don't want to come back, cool. I'll, we just have to rebuild. He didn't give a fuck. You know? like no Krause didn't care. Right. So Kraus didn't care. Reinsdorf was being a bitch. I'm sorry, but he was. At any given time, you, the owner, could be like, hey. <coughs> like, okay, yeah, you, you stepped in and gave Phil. Let, so, like, hey, Phil, let's do this one more time. But if, if, you, if you really wanted to see if, if that Bulls team could have collected Reinsdorf, you could have stepped in and did a lot more than you did. And I get it. People be like, well, he got people. But if he wanted to keep that team together, you as the owner could have stepped in and said, hey, man, let's 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 see if we can do this another couple years. You could have stepped in, but you didn't. So cool. Whatever. You know what? That goes back to, you know, the days where the owners were like it basically before the collective bargaining agreement and all that were owners pretty much ran things and the players just did, you know, put their head down and shut up. So right. I kind of get that. And he's from that era. So I kind of get that, but we're still talking about our boy here. Right. <laughs> What's wrong with him? Get, get you, go, go sit him down. I don't, need to I don't this and Mike. like, I, I, and here's the thing. I get it. I get it, Scotty. I do. I really do. I get it. But man, how many times are you going to talk about it? Because nothing that you say or do is ever going to make it right to you. The movie, the, the documentary has already been out there. You said your piece about it. You said it more than once. Um, you wrote a book. Like, what else do you want? I doubt it if maybe you maybe get you'll maybe get a, 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 a an apology from Michael Jordan 
But wait a minute, what are we apologizing for? Mike didn't like opt to not have surgery on his foot, you know. Right. Mike didn't throw a temper tantrum on the sideline when he was because the play was called for Tony Ku coach. Mike didn't do none of that. Right. <laughs> so yeah. On, on, and and I don't, I don't down. and I don't know people watch the documentary. I think I now I will say when people talked about the documentary, they did bring up the fact of what Scotty did. Now, granted, it's part of the documentary. You did that, Scotty. So that that is part of the legacy in that in that last uh season. Yes, that's part of that. Go ahead and own that and then sit down and be quiet. You know, make your money from ESPN doing, you know, commentary or whatever and, and just chill out. I feel like I feel like now, I, and I've even said this too. Because I, I, I've already said, you know, in this conversation that it was a Michael Jordan fluff piece. Um, because Mike had this movie for a while. Uh, he has a movie. It, and then check had, it out. You, he you had to see get when it came so. out. You see when it came out. It came out in the middle of pandemic when we're nobody watching those sports. So right. perfect time to come out because we want to see something. I think I is. think I think what it is is that Scottie Pippen, Scottie Pippen is a great basketball player. Oh yeah, he's, no doubt. He's he's part of the the seventy five greatest basketball players. Yep, Hall of Famer, multiple of time All Star, yeah. Olympic gold medalist. We can keep going. We, we Scottie, know but Scott, but Scotty, do you get the, the the respect that you deserve? And I think that's a crime. That is a fucking crime. Uh, you know what? I don't know. I mean, because the 33 is hanging up in the United Center, so there's respect there. What else do you really want? No, there, there's respect in in Chicago for Scottie Pippen. When when people talk about basketball, there's barely a mention of Scottie Pippen. I I think, like you said, I agree with you. His Jersey 33 is retired in Chicago. That's a Chicago thing. Um, but how often do people talk about the greatness of Scottie Pippen? Hold on. Do we really need to, though? You know, real guys that watch basketball, they know it. And if you don't know it, you can look it up. You can watch it on YouTube. Hell, he's on ESPN at least once or twice. Well, he was when he was doing the jump and all of that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, come on now. I think he's he's reaching for too much. Just do your thing. Enjoy your retirement. You know. Mm-hmm. And, and Scotty looked at the documentary and said, this wasn't even about the fucking team. This is about you, nigga. Okay, that I could buy that, <laughs> and you know what? No, don't get don't get it twisted. I think people, I think here's the thing, people, and you brought this up too, Tree. We were in a fucking pandemic yeah. when this when this series came out. It was riveting television. To a fight with one of my homegirls. Because I, because she's been trying to get me to watch Game of Thrones, 
Mm-hmm. And I told her, I said, this last dance docuseries is probably way better than any fucking Game of Thrones episode you, that you could ever have me watch. Oh, you said that? Maybe maybe you should be on the what's, with your, what's wrong with your boy on the next segment. <laughs> I, I, I watched three episodes of Game of Thrones and I wasn't, I wasn't impressed. Okay. I've never seen an episode, but I was just, you know, saying basically since it was like, I don't know, this huge make it popular thing that, you know. Right. But, right. I mean, I probably no. feel the way you do. <laughs> no, and I He's going to watch The Last Dance, you know, right. damn winter. Yeah. Winter's coming. Kid anyway. Right. Winter's coming. I don't give a fuck about that. I want to watch The Last Dance. You know and I'm going to play Summertime while I watch it. But, but even, even when you saw like sports commentators, because every sports com- show or, or sports channel was talking about this documentary, yeah. right? Did they ever mention that Scottie Pippen was that? If anything, they said about Scottie Pippen was talking about the Tony Kukoc thing and his foot, which is part of it. Scotty, because you did it. Now, I don't agree with Scotty on the foot shit. You ain't up my summer. I don't agree with that, dog. But the Tony Kuko shit, I, 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 I might be on your side, dog. I actually I might don't know. be on your side. Last time I checked, it was a team game. You know, you can't have yeah. a star, you know, and, and, throwing and, a tantrum and, because the play wasn't called for him. And the last time I checked, if Mike was on that team, that ball would have been in Mike's hand for Mike to make the decision whether he was going to take the last second shot or give it to one of his teammates. Wait, unless it was drawn up by Phil to be something different. Uh, Yes, but that ball still would have been in Mike's hands. We'll see. And look look, look at it. Mike plays, Scotty plays a three. Mike plays a two. So, yeah, uh, uh, the way most basketball players will see it, yes, it's going to be in the guards' hands. Yes, that that should be right. Mm-hmm. So this, this this is this is what I'm saying. Remember when the Bulls won they they first championship, right? Yeah. Who hit that? Who hit that shot? Oh, we know who hit that. Who hit that <laughs> shot? Mike hit that. Right. Steve and, Kerr and, hit the one for the last one. Mm-hmm. So and wasn't I mean, it what what the 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 second championship? Wasn't it Paxson that, that hit the shot that won the series? I believe so. So again, but that ball as before it dipped off to to uh to Paxson. Yeah, I definitely want to say Mike. And who's, I'm gonna go once who's a, hand, I'm gonna go once whose again. ball was in the hands. When it got tossed to Steve Kerr. Yeah, it was Mike, but I'm gonna say it again. It's usually it should be in the guards' hands first anyway. And when they won when they won the the um what was that? Was it the the, the jazz? Yeah. Was it the jazz one? Mm-hmm. Um the one where Bob Costa says 
And that right there may be the, the last time, and I'm just paraphrasing, that right there may be the last time we see this man play. Who is he talking about that shot that shot? He wasn't talking about Byron Scott. He, he showed he show the hell wasn't. All I'm saying is now Jordan is gone for two years, right? Because we just talked about that. He's gone for two years. Yeah. Scotty in those two years, he elevated, he elevated his his points, his rebounds, his assists, right? He got him to the playoffs, just didn't seal the deal. Right. And all I'm saying is in that in that situation. Let Scotty make the decision to whether take the last shot or pass that to somebody else. You know what? It's kind of hard to say that. I mean, and we could do this what if all night, but I mean, it's, it's situational type. It's situational awareness. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rather throw it into a guard on the inbound and let them swing it to Scotty and make Scotty make a decision from there. Or, you know, however the case may be, you know, mm-hmm. unless Scotty is the initial playmaker, it shouldn't be in his hands first. That's like taking the ball out of uh, Chris Paul's hands and giving it to DeAndre Ayton. So I get, I get what you're saying. But I also see it as it's like DeAndre's a star, but he's not your primary playmaker. Right. If Scotty has elevated his points, his assists, because that that's playmaking, right? Yeah. And his rebounds. If he's all if he's already elevated, he elevated all three of those two years. If he's elevated that stuff, let the man make the play. That's all I'm saying. I could be totally wrong in that assessment. But all I'm saying is just like, yo, let the dude make the play. And what I'm saying is let the coach coach the team because that's what they pay him for. Now, the, play up for Tony. Why are we yeah, crying about this? <laughs> because if it was Jordan, you wouldn't do that shit at he probably all. probably would have drew up the play for Jordan instead of – he probably would have. However – you know, at this point, we indicting Phil Jackson here. Hey, look, and I, I say, look, some of the stuff Phil Jackson has said lately, I might be on Scottie Pippen's side on that shit. But, uh, <laughs> but I mean, but that, I just want to know one thing. I mean, mm-hmm. if if this is a segment called "What's Up with Your Boy?" Or, or "Go Get Your Boy," why are we defending Scottie Pippen at this point? We're supposed to be trying to sit him down. <laughs> No, I, I'm just saying, hey, what's up with your boy in the sense of like this like whole tirade and shit he been going right. on? That's what like, we really should be talking about. Nigga, sit your ass down. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm at. Dude, you got your gold medals, you didn't got your all-star appearances, you didn't got your rings, you didn't retire, you're in the hall of fame. Why are we crying about ancient history? Right. Go sit down. Because <laughs> I, here's the thing. I think because it's like 
yes, we can talk about the fact that Scotty did on the Tony Kukoc side of things and on the foot stuff, right? Yeah. But so we acknowledge that you're the bad guy for that. And <laughs> we get that. Right. We also got it 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. But but also here's the thing. For people who have never watched a Bulls game or who wasn't even alive, right? Right. They're watching the last dance. Mainly because these motherfuckers ain't got no choice. What else you gonna do? Right. You know? <laughs> so you know, Peloton broke. Right. <laughs> so, so so you're watching this. So now Scotty Pippen had is never really mentioned. Like, yeah, he gets being on, he's a six-time champion, all of that stuff. We we discussed that. But nobody's saying like Scottie Pippen, one of the best uh power forwards or, or whatever, or small forward or power forwards in the game, blah, 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 blah. And and then it's just like then this this documentary comes out that's supposed to be about the team, but it's really a Michael Jordan puff piece. You don't talk about how dope Scottie Pippen is. You don't talk about how, yeah, Scottie Pippen elevated his shit the two years when Mike was gone. Um, and it's just like what leads people to talking about Pippen is the fact that he did these two things. Okay. So he so he crying because he made he he was made out to be a villain in this puff piece about Michael Jordan. Yes. You know what? In every movie, somebody's got to be the villain. You you know it's um. This is movie right, and we'll end it on this. This is movie. I don't know if you ever seen this movie. It's it's a movie with Woody Harrelson and Antonio Banderas called Play It to the Bone. I heard of it. And these guys are best friends, but they're boxers, and they have to travel to Vegas because they have to fight each other in the undercard match for like some big championship match. And and the, they're they're in this car with this girl that has had relationships with both of them, and Antonio Banderas talks about how he had experiment. His character talks about he experimented with having a relationship, and Woody Harrelson's character is like, "What the fuck?" He's just like, "Wait, what? Hold up, what the fuck? No." And so he's he's being very insensitive. <clears throat> and Woody Harrelson's character says this line. I'll never forget this line many times. Woody Harrelson's character says, a man can build many bridges in this world and suck one dick. And to the world, he's not a bridge builder. He's a cocksucker. Okay. That's what I feel about with the Scottie Pippen shit. But you know what? Whatever I ain't happened saying to Scottie Pippen's sucking dick, y'all. No, I'm just saying. It's like, whatever happened to so what about what other people think? I mean, honestly, you got about, oh, I don't know. You, you got all of, all of his deeds on film somewhere that you can pull up on demand anytime you want. Yes. So people still disrespect this man. 
Like that that's 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 all I'm saying. Like I said, I could be wrong in this shit. Like you said, people can look up Scottie Pippen, highlights they can look up Scottie Pippen, this, this, and that. But people still sort of disrespect this nigga. I don't think they disrespect him. They just don't talk about him as much. Mike kind of made it worse with the last dance, but I mean, dude, you know, dude, at the end of the day, we still got to sit this dude down. Just dude, sit down. No, just, and I get that. All I'm, all I'm saying is, it's like, I, I may get Scotty in general or why he's mad, but yeah, nigga, please. I love you, Scotty. Sit your ass the fuck down. Yeah, and see, you know what? We'd be making a strong case for you if you actually did the thing in those two years while Mike was gone. If you messed around and you wanted to chip those two years while he was gone, I mean, then couldn't nobody say nothing to you. Right. But, I mean, as it is... Dude, it like, is it, is. I, I know, it's like, dude, I know people who are, in, like, vastly into to sports, like, talk about basketball, like, love basketball. Even some of, like, the sports commentators, they be like, yeah, Man, you know, Scottie Pippen was dope. Don't get it twisted. Scottie was dope, but he had Michael Jordan. And I'm just like, yo. You know what? Like, the, I get it. My, and, and that's the thing. It's like, dude, I get it. It's Michael Jordan, right? It's Michael Jordan. If that's the case, then they should be saying, oh, man, well, you know, Shaq was dope, but he had Kobe. Or Shaq was dope, but he had Dwayne. You know, you ain't going to hear that. No, because uh, and mind you, you're not gonna hear it, but it's absolutely true. Yeah, but the reason why you don't hear it is because Shaq will Shaq will always go down as one of, if not the most dominant big man on the face of the fucking planet. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's pretty much got a bunch of the accolades that Scottie Pippen's got. So, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah, he don't have I, six rings. What do you got? Four? Right. He got four. Right. Scotty, we love you, man. Yeah. We love we do. you. You are a legend. Yep. A, a lot of people think about you. A yeah, lot of people should. In the meantime, you should, you should, should be acknowledged. Down. Should be acknowledged like Roman Reigns. Yeah, but still, but in the meantime, go have a seat. Sit your ass down. Just chill right. out, bro. Just chill. <laughs> Sit your ass down. <laughs> Have a couple drinks of that uh, that alcohol that you you selling. <laughs> I, I forget what it is, but do that. Oh man, yo! Thank y'all again for tuning in to this episode of the Dope. Yo, Tree, man, you got some shout outs, bro. Yeah, I, I want to shout out to all the listeners that put some stuff on my books while I was in podcast jail. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, I want to shout out all the usual suspects, uh, friends, family, Kels, um, Scotty Pippen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to shout out to Scotty Pippen, man. Man, shout out to uh, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and make it official and shout out to D Nick because I, I swear we I'm gonna get a D Nick counter because I swear we mentioned him <laughs> at least about six times in this one episode. Right. So. We're we going to have the D-Nick counter soon. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to our uh, sister podcast. Um, and uh, let me see. Who else am I missing? Oh, shout out to my, my, my friend Dynasty. 
Yeah, I'm back, girl. I'm back. Right. Um, <laughs> let's see. Am I missing anybody? Oh, special shout out to my haters. Yeah, good. What, what's up with your boy? You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up with your boy? <laughs> yeah. Just go, just go sit down and, and shave the beard while you at it. Um, <laughs> enough said. ZZ Top. Um, she got man, legs. <laughs> yeah, just, just just stop using them on his face. Um, <laughs> what am I missing yeah. here? I, I think I get everybody. Oh man! Uh, shout out to my family, my friends, uh, people that have been holding us holding us up. Um, the, the people that have been listening to the podcast. Um, you know, Tree, uh, our brothers and sister podcast. Um, out there, man. Um, shoot, man. You about to go on a trip soon, ain't you? Uh, yeah. Uh, what is it? Twenty eight <laughs> days or something like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm about this. Gonna be this this week. I'm going on on my on my family trip. So, and it's it's Juneteenth. So you know, you guys be careful out there, y'all. Uh, I think it's actually twenty seven, but yeah, we, yeah, right. I, I swear I'm a, I'm gonna try to drag myself home because I, I think this is gonna be so good that I might not want to leave, but I'm gonna drag myself home. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. So uh we love y'all, man. Thank y'all again for tuning in. Dope Session Podcast, one of the dopest indie podcasts on the fucking planet. We Fight out here. If y'all. you want to, say right. we not. <laughs> All right, y'all. We out. Peace. Peace.